Hello and welcome to a podcast from Dromoland Castle in County Clare, Ireland. This is If These Walls Could Talk. In this series, we'll hear about the history of Dromoland Castle, the people who work there, and what's on offer to guests on the vast estate and in the magnificent county of Clare. On today's episode, we meet Dromoland Castle's group sales manager, Fiona Guilty. Well, I'm a very proud Mayo person. I'm from Ackle Island, so which is even more prouder. So that's where I'm from. My dad was a fisherman. So growing up, we used to have lobsters and crab claws and didn't think it was anything different than what everybody else had. But Ackle is very kind of seasonal. So the tourists would always come in in May and go again in September. But we're an hour away from every major shop. So we're kind of an idyllic little setup, really. One of four. So I was the second youngest of the family. So. At what point then did you get involved in hospitality and what you're doing? Well, during the summer in Ackle, you got a job wherever the job was. And I actually, my first hotel job was there at the Amethyst Hotel. Claim to fame there was John Lennon and Oko went and had lunch there when they were touring that part of the country. I worked there a couple of summers and then I went working in retail in my cousin's shop down the road because the hours were better, longer, but better paid. Then when it came to leaving search, you had a choice that time, it was 1980, blah. You went to England or you went to college. So I went to college and um, it was hotels and that's where I ended up into hotels and I love it. The course I did included a work experience basis and I went to the Great Southern Hotel in Galway for that. And luckily enough then they kept me part-time every weekend from April until the end of the school year. So that kept money coming in for college, which was wonderful. And then after that, then I went working for them full time. From the Great Southerns then, where did you progress from there? I was working with a girl called Georgia, working in the Great Southern Hotel in Galway. And she got a job at another five-star hotel. And when she went down there, she rang me up and said, Fiona, would you ever think of coming down here? First off, when you work in a different level of a hotel, you don't even know what five-star is. You're really kind of working to your job of three-star or five, four-star, depending on where you work. So I got on the bus and traveled down and went to this hotel and got biscuits and coffee when I was doing my interview and I thought, yay. <laughs> so I, worked, I moved down and I worked there for about a year and a half. And then an opportunity came to move to this hotel, which is closer. It's on the right part of the Shannon for me. And um, then I came to Dromoland Castle. So I started here in November 1991. So I was only five, of course, and um, started, it was very, it was 21st of, of November. So it was very dark and I got the bus and walked in from the road to start my job here. But if I survived the first month in Dromoland Castle, I figured I'm here for life. And it seems like I am. <laughs> what was your first job then? here in Dromoland? So I was hired as reservations and um, reservations at the time was very manual. There was not that much computers. We were dealing with boring things like telexes. We didn't have emails, it was all letters. So I worked with um, reservations manager Blonde Sexton, so I was under her. And that was my very first job. Then as it developed, I started moving more towards group reservations, working with John Hare. And with group reservations, again, it was pretty manual. Um, the great thing about working in Dromolands is if you have an interest in anything in particular, they do allow you to embrace that interest and, and proceed the direction you think works for you. And if it works for them, all the better. Um, so I went into groups full time 
my job then changed to actually working directly with groups and being almost like a an advanced person that they could talk to about everything everything they wanted with rooms or anything like that and that's really kind of where I stayed for a lot of time and then group sales manager now kind of for my position it includes overseeing the individual reservations overseeing the banqueting space as well and some advertising stuff you know it's it's very mixed bag um, no two days are the same which is brilliant and that's what I like don't like being bored. What then in your position as group sales manager, what is your day-to-day -day job? A lot of the day-to-day -day really is reviewing all the emails that have come in the night before, uh, looking forward to what space we can sell for groups and for individuals, controlling right now obviously controlling the amount of residents we have in the hotel as well. So we kind of look at current, at future and at way future. So we would take group bookings up to 2023. So we're putting together programs for them. We're seeing whether we're suitable for them and if we can deliver what they're looking for, because obviously we want to deliver their expectation but exceed it. So we want to be able to, sh to shine and show that we can do that. So that's day to day. It's the usual answering phones, doing the emails, working with the rest of the team. We have a great reservations and sales team who throughout all of this last year have worked extremely hard in engaging with, with guests as they, as they start to re-enter the hotel to come back to us. And they're very comfortable in, in selling the castle because we're all very proud of where we work. What do you think, Fiona, makes the castle so special? Well, what makes it special for me is I have spent 30-ish years working at the castle and I do feel a sense of home, a sense of ownership of the castle. And then for guests I think what makes it so special is although it's five star, although it's luxury and it's amazing service and everything, it actually is the feeling that guests tell me they get when they walk in the front door. It's a feeling of home, it's a feeling of comfort with staff. It's the interaction they get with our staff that uh, years ago we, were, we had a group coming to the hotel and I keep remembering this that um, they were staying in a hotel in Dublin and in Dublin the group got this pre-arrival meeting with, with staff and they said right at 20 paces you look up and you make eye contact, at 10 paces you nod, at 5 paces you say good morning and I remember sitting with a couple of the management at that meeting at the time and we kind of went what? We don't feel the need to script our interaction with our guests because it's all natural interaction it's not a scripted it's not forced it's not something that we say oh you have to do this it's everybody gets greeted everybody gets the same welcome and i believe that that's what makes this castle particularly special so you have your own dromoland way of doing things yes indeed you know it's it's absolutely it's five star there's no question about the quality but we do it in our way. We don't try and crush our own individuality. We like our individuality to shine as well. And I think that guests, that when they come, they enjoy that and they get, they get to meet the staff. Because a lot of the time when people travel to hotels, they want to know that they are giving something in the area, that, they, that their, their visit to the castle has benefited the area somewhat, especially um, our US clients. That's, that's what they like to see. And when they come to stay up with us, they absolutely do benefit the area and they benefit us. So we are quite happy to tell them all about our lives because that's who we are and who we are is at Dromoland. Dromoland Castle prides itself on not just ensuring they meet customers' expectations, they want to exceed them. And sometimes guests have unusual requests. Certainly over the years, if there were certain high profile people traveling, there would be specific requests. Um, 
for example, blackout blinds in bedrooms. Um, I had to hire a sunbed for somebody for three days. You know, things like that, but they're always, uh, they're, they're unusual, but when you can meet the challenge, it's like tick, done, move. You know, it's, it's no, there's no big stress in getting it together and making sure that they, they enjoy it. Um, but that was the, one of the more unusual at the time. But after we did it for one guest, we noticed it started coming in quite a lot. And I think a lot of it is to do with different uh, professional people that would be traveling and want to stay on a particular time zone when they travel. Um, so the blackout blinds and they even said put, car, uh, put paper bags up on the windows, which of course we didn't do because that's not really what we do in Dremolin Castle. But that was one of the, the unusual ones at the time. You'll entertain the request and if, if it can be done, it will be done? Yes, yes, yes. I hate to say it as, as definite as that, but yes. We may do it Dremolin style, but we'll still do the request in some shape or fashion. It's not unusual at all for Dromoland Castle to host royalty, a US president or other world leaders, but the estate is also a favourite with music stars, sporting icons and big screen actors whom the staff love to see coming. Well, this is going to sound really, really awful, but as a kid growing up watching the movies, for me, it's the actors. Yeah, not like there's other fabulous people, absolutely, but Robert Redford, I met him. Um, Bruce Willis, another one which I grew up watching his movies. Uh, they're two of the actors' side of it, and both really, really nice people, and they, you know, we loved having them here. And then, of course, then the fantastic Nelson Mandela stayed with us when he was getting a doctorate in Galway. Um, and then we had a couple of US presidents as well, just, you know, by the way. <laughs> but they were all great. They were all great. Everyone at Dromoland has a favourite spot on the estate and with over 450 acres there's no shortage of places to visit and enjoy. I suppose for me, you know, you can always go the popular, like the, the walled garden is spectacular under Dorothy looks after that and it's brilliant and everything. But I actually love the woodland walks. I love walking through the woodlands and you're going, all of a sudden you'll come across the lily pond, you'll see the Temple of Mercury, but you're in the middle of the trees. And over the last couple of months before we got to reopen, a lot of staff did a lot of work in ensuring that all those paths were back up and running and they've developed some beautiful woodland trails and everything. And it's just lovely. You wander around the back of the estate and all of a sudden you just come across a whole pile of deer coming across in front of you. And you're kind of going, you could be anywhere. And the castle in the background, it's just spectacular. What's most popular with guests, do you think? Well, a lot of the popularity guests seem to have, to be honest with you, is arriving at the castle, uh, meeting the staff and having a time to sit outside and just soak in the atmosphere. A lot of them when they come to Dromolin Castle, they like that they kind of feel like it's home and it sounds corny when you say it, but it actually is part of that. Um, me personally, it, what cannot be missed is a pre-dinner cocktail in the, in the cocktail bar and then being brought in to sit for dinner in the Earl of Thomond restaurant overlooking the lake you're absolutely you know missing out on a fantastic experience if that's something you don't do when you stay with us and m most of our guests do do it but it's certainly something that's well worth the time to come and, and enjoy guests are spoiled for choice for things to see and do on dromoland estate but there's loads to do outside the gates as well anywhere near water is always where i send people there's a beautiful walk from liscanner to the cliffs of moher that's absolutely number one on a hit list for me Anywhere up along the burn that you can get out and walk around the landscape 100%, but 
with extra little time, hop on a boat in Doolan and go across to Inishir um, and enjoy a half a day in Inishir wandering around and it's stunning and you come back, you see the majestic cliffs of Moor kind of just tipping out over the County Clare at you and it's just stunning. Working as long as you have done in hospitality, working as long as you have here in Dromoland, you must love the job, obviously. What do you love most about it? The unusualness about it. The, the uh, one day is never the same as the next day. Um, for example, many years ago, I was working with um, a group who were coming to stay in the hotel, one of the American presidents. And I was sitting in the terrace room with a number of the department heads and we were sitting down and it was like an episode of West Wing. I don't know if anybody knows West Wing, but you're sitting there and you're, you're saying, wow, this is cool. And the next day then you were dealing with another group coming in for one night who wanted a bagpiper or they wanted to do something. Both were, were great to do, but certainly there's different times you stop and go, oh my God, is this real? Uh, we had the Chinese embassy here a couple of times as well and they were great. So it's the unusualness. It's, it's trying to deliver what the clients are looking for and what they actually don't even know they're looking for. And how's your Chinese, by the way? Uh, it's got a little bit better. Do you know, you're looking for something to do in lockdown, even though we were working. It was nice to do something else and keep the brain going. So you learned Chinese? <laughs> I learned a little bit, not a lot, but it was very enjoyable. It was only over a 10 week period, but I'll, I'll do more. You mentioned bagpipes already, oh, but you didn't yes, tell did. us. You play bagpipes. I do. So I joined the Dua Pipe Band, which is an ACLE, when I was 13. Myself and my cousin Deirdre were the first female bagpipers of that band. The band is 75 years next year. And my dad and my uncle were also in the pipe band. So it was natural that that's what I do. And I'm still a member. So Patrick's Day is absolutely a day I do not work because I'm bagpiping and I'm up at half six in the morning getting the uniform on and going off marching for the day. And it's brilliant. To find out more about Dromoland Castle and all that we have to offer, visit dromoland.ie or find us on Facebook or Instagram. You can listen to If These Walls Could Talk on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And we look forward to welcoming you soon.